Hello, and welcome to Future Proof. I'm Joan Hamilton, the Chief Content Officer at Inception. In this podcast, Inception CEO Farzad Debachi and I talk about ideas that propel our mission at Inception, which is to help companies use digital transformation to do business better. Today's topic involves CRM, or Customer Relationship Management. CRM is a $50 billion software category that companies use to manage interactions with existing customers, as well as past and potential customers. Its history goes back to the early 1970s when companies used mainframe computers to keep track of customer satisfaction surveys. Over time, the systems became more and more advanced and companies like Siebel and IBM and Oracle drove a variety of new capabilities. But there's a problem. Often these systems succeed or fail based on the attentiveness of those inputting and tagging customer data about various inquiries or desires or experiences. They become a more or less, often less, history of relationships. They grow what you might call data cobwebs, which is a real problem for a system that often takes several years to implement and costs millions of dollars. Recently, a Forrester report said two-thirds of B2B decision makers say that their firms struggle with CRM data that is, quote, stale, distorted, or limited in nature, end quote. At Inception, we easily integrate with CRM systems, but we also have a key advantage in terms of collecting and processing customer data based on transactions. Farzad has a great example from one of our customers that brings that to life. So we actually had a, uh, we have a customer here at Inception that was very excited about implementing Inception and selling a set of products to their existing customer base. And we asked them, one of the first questions we asked them is, how good is your data associated with your customer base? Oh, it's perfect. We, we, we deal with these guys every day. We know the database. We, all is good. So we went through and actually created a website for them. And then the first task after the website was up and running is, actually to email their set of 5,000 customers with the fact that they now have a website and they do all of this. And uh, the 5,000 customers, which was I think a total of 15,000 contacts, ended up being 94% wrong. (laughs) So there was a 6% hit rate. And so 6% of people were, the data was right for them. And by the way, as it is typical in these situations, I think two or 3% of those 6% responded. So we had a sum total of, I think, eight people out of the 15,000 that responded. And of course, our customer was despondent. It's like, what did, what did you do? It's like, well, you gotta go clean this data, right? And again, the problem with CRM systems is that they're not attached to the transaction. If they're not attached to the transaction, you do a deal with somebody and three months later that somebody moves and goes away and quits the company, you, you have the wrong data. Whereas if you're doing these transactionally continuously, guess what? The data cannot be stale because you have the transactions, right? And you're in the middle of those transactions. So we find digital order entry, right, forces your customer data to be a lot more robust. And CRM is subject to things like whether the salespeople felt like filling out all the blanks and whether they made it up to just clear their day or all those things. Well, it, 
you know, if you go at a macro level, one of the things I like to say, and it's very broad, but it, it's applicable to this, is most software systems were built to keep track of data in arrears. Okay, so stuff has happened. Now you put that stuff in a software system to keep track of it. In fact, the notion of a database is that. It's a database to keep track of data that has already been enacted somehow, right? And by the way, accounting as a rule is a series of analysis of data in arrears. It's not a data being transacted tomorrow, it's let me tell you what happened last month. Let me close the quarter, right? right? So software systems, that's their nature. They deal with data in arrears. They do not deal with data in real time. Mm -hmm. So back to this digital order entry and real time transactions, that changes everything because it's now truly being done in real time, right? right. So, and if it's done real time, it cannot but be correct, essentially. And you have talked about the improvement in that relationship, too, with the customer. I mean, when the customer is sending you emails or when they are making direct inquiries about the issues of their account and their order and their transaction, that's a very different kind of data than a customer service rep sort of writing down what they think the problem is based on a call or something, right? Yeah, it's, it's, um, I, there's an oxymoronic thing about customer service. If you buy something and it comes to you with no difficulty, uh, the next time you want to buy that thing, you number one thought that you have is, can I get this thing cheaper? Okay. Mm. If you buy something and it's a very difficult thing to procure and you interact with a company that goes through a very difficult process to actually give you this thing, even if there are mistakes in the process, the next time you want to order that, you're very excited about the fact that you have a friend in that business that can satisfy your needs, right? Mm -hmm. So oxymoronically for customer service, it's not the difficulty in the process of satisfying you. It's how much you go out of your way to make sure you're satisfied, right? Uh -huh. so, so this digital order entry and real-time transactions is part of that. It's the joy that it gives you that you just bought this and they took care of all the elements that you thought was very, would have been otherwise very difficult. So it has huge impact on customer service if you can real-time interact with your customer. Now, how does that change the marching orders that you would give a customer service group? Are they different than they would have been 10, 15 years ago? They are very different if they were 10, 15 years ago. You know, you can't hide in the notion in this world of real-time transactions and digital entry, you can't hide. You cannot sort of um, hide behind, oh, I guess somebody made a mistake when they typed this in, or oh, I didn't see that, oh, I wasn't sure that that's what you want. You have to take responsibility because now you have the correct data, you have the right process, so you cannot say, well, that's gonna take another two months if you told them it's gonna take two days, right? Furthermore, there's feedback from the customer that can be live and actually public. <laughs> so now you have to worry about customer service at a completely different level than you used to. And it really changes the dynamics of a business when you do this real-time online transactions. As a CEO of the company, you come in and you look at all the online transactions. 
Whereas in the other model, you come in and you look at how much money can I save by shaving another penny off of the product, right? Mm -hmm. So the actual makeup of the company as a whole changes from one of not caring about the customer interaction to only caring about the customer interaction. Thanks for listening to Future Proof. For more information, go to inception.com.